Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. Here we go. Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, Behold, Behold the Pale Podcast. You heard the rumblings, so it's gotta be true. How do you do another episode of Behold the Pale Podcast? We're flying into you. Where do we land? Nobody knows, but I'm here with my bros, Alex and Sean. How's it go? Yeah, good. Holy shit, you got that? That was a good intro. Thank you. <laughs> that, was, that was a great Doing intro. good. Doing good. Yeah. You know, I lo- I'm loving the background, killing it, doing it big. I'm starting a movement, you know. <laughs> yep. Moon nights unite. Now, does everybody out there remember uh, the Malaysia flight? You know, 370 went, went missing. You guys remember that in 2014? I believe yeah. March 8th. No. I know Sean didn't remember, but I was giving him another chance for humanity to be nice to humanity and say, yeah, those folks went down. They didn't go down in vain. I remember their name. See, I'm keeping it going, Johnny. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember um, it, uh, you know, them talking about it, but I have to admit, after the initial, uh, what happened to them, uh, and it kind of fell out of the news, I have to admit, I never followed up, uh, really checked into to see what happened. Yeah. And when I first heard about it going down, and I do remember it happening, and I remember my opinion of what happened, and it's still kind of the same, and we'll venture into how that goes. But it's, uh, you know, planes going down, you know, not the most craziest thing. You know, I remember one of our Behold Brothers here just was on the Mostly Ghostly show, if I remember correctly, talking about the Bermuda Triangle. You know what I mean? Yes, the Triangle of the Bermuda. Yes, and they said, many a plane has gone down, they say. Uh, but on all places, it's one of those things you got to be tricky. It's tricky stuff. Um, we want we don't want to plug a film on the, the Behold show because they could go after the film. You know, you know what I mean? You don't want to do anything True. like that. But uh, yeah, we, we remember, we remember <laughs> this. We remember this happening. It was very, you know, fucking uh, okay, always sad. You know what I mean? But those those plane crashes, it's like you're almost surprised there isn't more of them, and I don't want more of them, but. You know, just with the, all that heavy machinery flying through the air that high, the case of problems, it's always scary. I know everybody thinks about it before they're about to step on a plane, and they want to forget that it ever happened until they have to go on a plane again, because uh, horrifying. I know we were talking about beautiful, you know, very uh, warming thoughts before the show started up of, you know, how much 
taken uh, the dive into into you know into the ocean or something like that. How horrible of a thing that is to have to go through, um, and you would only uh, hope for quick relief. You know what I mean? Because then there's the second batch of terror if you survive is uh, the water, of course, and its inhabitants. You know what I mean? Things we don't Man. like too much on the Behold the Pill podcast show. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure no one wants to uh, try to uh, remake uh, open water in reality. Yeah, we'll try and remember that we're talking about a real thing where people died, so we'll keep it respectful. And as we journey into what actually went down, no pun intended, that wasn't intended, my bad. Now, the Boeing 777 first vanished over the South China Sea on March 8, 2014, en route from Malaysia's Kuala Lumpur International Airport uh, to the flight's planned destination, Beijing Capital International Airport in China, timed uh, to the ninth anniversary you know what I mean? We're rolling up on the the ninth anniversary. We're on the ninth now, but the tenth is uh, next year. Um, that shit was straight shut down. <laughs> I think you guys shut down. And that has been a glorious episode of Behold the Pill podcast. I'm going <laughs> to say right now that yeah, that's 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 what I always said from the get. See, I I always love a nice quick episode. Well, I was still going to get into stuff, but since the down. cat's out of the bag, that's I got to agree with Sean. I, I I I I say I say a second Sean on that. It got shut down. End the episode. It was nice talking to you guys. I gotta go. Yeah, you just want to get out of here. You got uh you got <laughs> women to hang with and fucking all types of drugs to do over there, bow. Hey, 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 the more the women hear that I do this show, the more they run away like, oh my god, a tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat's all right for you. So, you know, I think we all do do you really believe that's the deal as well, Because I do. I gotta I gotta agree with Sean on that. That was the first thing I thought of when it happened and I watched a little bit of that Netflix doc they got going around recently, and uh, I still—that's my take on it. What do you think? What, 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 you, what are you thinking over there? But we're not—we're going to go well, deeper in. Don't worry. Ooh. Well, first of all, whatever happened—whether it was a crash, it was shot down, whatever the thing behind it is—I um, would say a hundred percent, everyone on it died. Okay. Yeah, probably okay. Probably from the missile impact, right? Yeah. Well, we the fact is, with uh, with all the technology we have and all that, hmm. that it, for anything to totally disappear, especially when you have a lot of people, okay. Um, rule number one: people talk. If there were any survivors, we know what happened. Okay. If anyone who was on that plane lived. We would know about it, right. okay? Um, what if you got amnesia, like Jason Bourne? Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, if <laughs> if, if, we're, if we're doing a TV series or a movie, then yeah. But uh, in reality, it, it's a little less. And and the fact is, let's say, okay, amnesia is is a viable option. Uh, then. That would mean a uh, hope that if anyone, more than one or two people survived, they all had to have amnesia because no one talked about it afterwards. Um, and the only- what if they all just plugged into the Matrix at the same time and it was like, poof. I like to think it's a Langolier situation myself. But we won't. We'll, I digress. Maybe we should remember again. We should get a post-it note to remember that some folks done perish. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible stuff. I've been Shit. holding back jokes too. You know, unfortunately, oh, the piece to the folks. So, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, all, all due respect, but I mean, the fact is that I it's terrible what happened, whatever it is. Uh, but I think it's it's pretty. Um, whatever happened, three hundred seventy people. Most likely, unfortunately, perished. Whether they got shot down, whether it was a mechanical failure, whether it's just an airline pilot that uh, decided to end himself with everyone else. I mean, no, none of us and, and no one alive were there to actually tell us exactly what happened. 
And the fact is that it totally 100% disappeared makes me think it has to have some kind of foul play involved. Because if it was anything short of a foul play, we'd find wreckage, we'd have, you know, some person with a cell phone uploading YouTube like, hey, I found this, you know, plane uh, that, that has crashed. And... But, I mean, if it's uh, government behind it, they have the resources to clean up all the debris, take care of all the bodies, and, and all that. Um, well, that's, yeah, I, th- I think you're on to, when we're talking about that, the, sh- the, uh, def- the shutdown deal, I think it was definitely a shutdown situation. And it was like a bad PR look. So they, they were told, I think, I think people were even at the higher, higher, uh, higher elements of the Malaysia shot callers. I think, I think the bigger people told them not to talk about it and it didn't get out there. Um, I think it was like one of those deals, which means it could have been an accident could have actually been an accident. I, you know, I feel like it was probably, I feel like they were probably shot down. It was probably an accident, not an intentional thing, but, instead of announcing it that way, they just kind of let it go. Well, you know, we don't know what's going on type deal. Oh, no. It would have, it would I, 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 I see nothing. I hear nothing. Well, they went, they went back and forth with multiple different, you know, theories for a while. You know, it's, it's very crazy stuff. Um, but we'll pop into some of those theories, you know. Uh, Alex, I, you, yeah. Well, I was going to go off with uh, what you were saying about the Langoliers. They just uh, flew into the Northern Lights, and they ended up in a a place where space meatballs, you know, chow down on them for lunch. 239 people, I believe. It's like this episode has the most jokes so far and the biggest body count. We've got to be careful. We've got to be careful. Is it the biggest? I'm quite maybe per situation, quite possibly, maybe, quite possibly. Yeah, we're still under. Hey, we're still under five hundred. We're okay. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna feel very uncomfortable getting on a plane after this episode. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I haven't um, flown in like ten years. Over that. Once the show hey. takes off, we're gonna be flying all over the place. We're gonna get our own jet. Be getting a van and driving on all over the, this country. <laughs> Maybe Canada. Behold the Pill Podcast only teleports back and forth to places. <laughs> There's trouble within that, yeah. dude. You know, Willy Wonka style. Above your head at a billion pieces, you gotta be careful. Now, the pilot being a wacko madman was also a theory as well. I think they, uh, t- he, I think he was, uh, either they tied him to or he was um, supposedly linked into some weird group that, like, that wouldn't be out of the norm for that group, if I remember correctly. I don't remember the group and uh, naming them doesn't do us any good anyway, so it's okay. Still- uh, okay, okay. Just jumping off of the idea that yeah. this the pilot is a madman and he was doing this for well, some group. There's two things. There's a mad. It goes into the thing you're talking about about the suicide deal. It's like, is he a madman and doing the suicide deal and taking people with him, or is he a madman doing something like a terrorist act? You know what I mean? Well, if if we got those two options, we I do. would have to. I have to go with you know suicide. You know, madman just wanting to end himself and everyone else. Because if if he was a suicidal madman for a group, then a group would have taken responsibility because then there's no point for the suicidal uh, crashing of the plane yeah. unless they're making a statement. And no statement was was put out. So if we are going with, okay, the pilot decided to end his life and everyone else for whatever reason, I would have to say I would negate the fact that he's doing it for a a bigger cause, a bigger group, some terrorist act for the simple fact that there was no talk about it. Something like this, if someone was to do this for like terrorist gain, yeah. there would be the terrorist saying, Hey, we did this uh to show you that we are, you know, 
able to do whatever we want, blah, 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 that kind yeah. of stuff. And claim it. Whoever would claim it type deal. Yeah. I guess it's possible that it's possible that they knew and didn't release it, I guess. That could be possible. Yeah. But but the only thing problem with yeah. the whole suicide pilot idea for me yeah. is that if that's the case, let's say the pilot was crazy, he decided I'm going to end my life and everyone else. Okay, then yeah. where is the plane? Where is the destruction? Because with it just disappearing the way it is, I mean, how are we got. I know that there's the world has a lot of places all over and, and you don't have a satellite or a phone poking at every single one of them. Yeah. But there is so much communications, phones, cameras and all that. No matter where you are, I have a hard time believing that this crashed without any trace. There would be some kind of destruction. Right. And and in today's world there's very few places in the entire world where there isn't some kind of inhabitation that would have been disrupted by a plane falling out of the sky. So because there is no, you know, TikTok view of, of the wreckage or any, anything like that, I, I would have to gear towards that there's a bigger cover-up involved. Because you have to have manpower and other to take care of the evidence. And since there's a lack of evidence of anything other than just disappearing, I have a hard time believing that there wasn't a bigger thing behind it. With, um, you know, with the idea of like not have finding anything. And if it, if he was to, if it was to be like a suicide mission, you think that there, there's gotta be deep, deep, like deep parts of the ocean that if he if you nose dive straight in, I feel like the speed you're going uh, is going to bring you into the water pretty. I, I'd say you'd be going in pretty deep, you know. And of course, you would come back up. But if there was a way for water to rush in, uh, and once you were at a certain depth, I think if once it, like if it got if it filled up with water before it rose back to the surface, so to speak that it's possible that it could have just went to the bottom as a whole. I mean, if it was an organization that did it, then, like, maybe they there was some type of explosive that almost went and hit the water, you know, hoof, it went off. So, like, it's, it went in, lost the tail end of it, and then the front of it filled up and went down. But I don't, you know, I don't know what the logistics are to what they can see in the depths of the ocean when they scan by it, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, the fact is that I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, now I know that with American planes that they all have a flight plan. They all have. And of course I would assume that the Malaysia airlines flights being a commercial flight also had a flight plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, My question is, uh, does anyone know where the flight plan, uh, where it was going on? Was it all over? How much of it was underwater? What what was it like, uh, you know, the main part of the ocean? Or, I mean, I don't know what the flight plan I remember for see, flight was. I remember seeing, like, a little map of it because it actually, like, turned off course. Like, what, it either went down or... Uh, it, it went back. Um, so like, it was like, it, it was like a lot of water around, you know, if it went back was like a theory. So that don't take that as anything, but the map that it showed did show that it was in the middle of like a lot of water. So like, if it uh, went down, I mean, the map thing, the thing with the map that I seen that was interesting was fucking like, it's almost like as soon as it, like there, it showed the territories and it was like, as soon as that's why I assumed that, again, that it would be a shoot-down situation. It's almost like as soon as it hit, almost like a town line, like, like, a, like a, you know, like a country line type deal, it was like, poof, just off the radar. Now, the crazy thing with it is when the dude, another thing that goes weird with the the pilot is like, I guess, supposedly, once he signed off goodnight with the, the, the control booth people, I guess, like, a few moments after that is when, poof, 
they dropped off of the radar of like the the people. That's when it disappeared. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I remember, and then they, you know, they kept their people. Some of the craziness of it is because you had all these people that passed away, and their families were so torn up about it. Unfortunately, the way they're going to be torn up about here in this episode of Behold the Pill podcast, and like they weren't getting any answers, and like it was like it was very unfortunate because like you were seeing these people that didn't know if their loved ones were alive, if they were dead. I mean, for all you know, they're somewhere dying you know what i mean like they you know don't have a lot of uh you know floating around on a piece of the plane you know what i mean half in the water half out of the water you know what i mean type deal you know you know those situations where like if it hits quick enough you can get an ear pocket you know what i mean which how how horrible would it be to be in uh, i'm sure they would love all these stories but how horrifying would it be to be in an air pocket Taking a cruise down to the bottom of the ocean. That's no fun. Nobody likes that. Um, I don't think the pilot, I don't really think the pilot was like a dude. You know, there's something about it. He had to have some serious hate up in his heart, dude, if he if he wanted to take all those folks with him. You know what I mean? Wouldn't be the first guy. He wouldn't be the first guy, but it's like, dang, man, that's some heavy shit. You know what I mean? That's crazy. But I guess, yeah, you can't put it past someone to do something completely fucked up like that. Um, man, very interesting shit. Um, I don't doubt, you know, I, I didn't, I really still don't, I don't think that's the case. It could have been, I'm not, you know, anything's possible. I don't think there'll ever be an official answer to what happened. Um, but they were, even the media tried to spin him into a bad dude before, like they were really trying to just find any answer to like it's such a it was such a weird deal where like they didn't want to announce they were dead at first and then they didn't want to announce like what they think happened or where it could have been and the family trying to uh, keep the public as calm as possible for the time being yeah i mean there's in that i watched that doc and you know there's all the news footage of like and my heart does go out to the families because it's a horrible thing and like they weren't getting answers and it was more like uh it was like strong, strong arm type stuff without, it was like a long, you know, it was no good. It was like, we know we have knowledge. You would love to know our knowledge. You're not getting our knowledge. We should give you our knowledge because then maybe you would feel better about this horrible situation you're in, but we're not going to give it to you for whatever reason. Um, and that, 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 that was really sad because it reminded me of like the Columbine thing almost with the media getting wild where like when people didn't know if their kids were alive with Columbine, I remember there was a family that found out that their kid was no longer alive at Columbine because like a helicopter. The interviewer? No, oh, the, the, hel- the helicopter shot, there was a helicopter shot of like a kid that showed like a dead kid like outside the building who like was like crawling and like passed and uh they got they like showed enough for people to be able to know who he was which is lunacy the columbine thing was weird i remember seeing um i remember seeing uh news footage from the school and they were like carry it they were like carrying a kid and you can like he fought like his head flopped back and you could see that he was like no longer there I remember that was pretty fucking wild. I remember seeing that being like, wow. Wow. Being like, just wow. But we're all, we're all like children of the Columbine era here. That's right. That's yeah. our time. We were, the, we were there. We were the, uh, we lived it, yo. So back to flights going down. I, uh, I can almost go with the idea of him being a crazy dude. Sean, what do you think? Is it, you think he was a dude that just wanted to take everybody with him? What what do you what's your t- take on the theories of it being the pilot, whether it be him taking people with him because he wants to go, or whether it was like a terrorist act? What's your take on those? Yeah, I, I almost had the idea it was like a Mister Bean situation up in the tower. And just oh, yeah. fucked the dispatcher up and just sent him on the way and deleted all the evidence. But the families are pretty upset, I guess. Yeah. So that that was my theory shot out of the water. So I know Mister Bean. Yeah. No. no, I feel you. I feel you on that. It's uh yeah, it's when you see the body count, 
it's a horrendous thing. And uh, the gruelingness of, like, not knowing, because we all got family, and, like, if you were in that situation and you want to know answers and it's kind of like, well, we'll tell you what we want to tell you, deal. You'd be like, wanting to kill people. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? It's shitty. It's a bad thing. I, I still don't think they've officially gotten any answers to this day on uh, what it could be. You know what I mean? But uh, one of those deals... After an hour, the flight was scheduled to land. They announced it missing. So they waited an hour before they officially said, okay, something's up. That was a problem. Like I said, at first, they weren't saying anything. It was, at first, they were, I want to say it was a situation where they, people were almost tricked into thinking that people, they were all cool to keep them calm. Like, I'm pretty positive it was one of those dealios where, like, yeah, yeah, give them hope, give them hope, so even though they know that it was no, it was no go, give them some hope so they're easy to, uh, you know, deal with, so to speak. Very crazy stuff. But search and rescue effort began shortly after the plane was reported missing, and uh, on March 24th, Malaysia's Prime Minister announced the flight was seemingly lost in the Indian Ocean with no survivors. So, at least at that point, they're getting, you know, Two, three weeks later, they're at least saying it's over, which, I mean, doesn't, especially when you're a family member and you're playing, you're taking that whole three-week ride of just, like, being lied to and shit. It's like, you, you feel like they're just telling you that so they don't have to worry about it. And what a cold failing that is, too, just to be like, it's almost like the the paperwork, like, we don't want paperwork type deal, like, just, eh, it was this, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. And uh, very sad shit. Now, over the years, what assumed to be various pieces of the plane have been discovered. Now, Alex says none of it's been discovered, but you got to yeah. assume, you know, unless it hit, we're talking about yeah, real I'm, speed. I'm uh, reading otherwise. It says some of the debris was found. Yeah, yeah, we got some of it. No, I was just saying Alex said none of it was found, but we got it. Well, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the way it, the stuff that I read was, it made it sound like it just disappeared. Yeah, and I didn't read anything about them finding debris. Uh, where did they find the debris? No, nah, I'm reading up on it right now. Uh, Meridius in May of 2016. Now they found a wing flap uh, was found in T- Tanzania in 2016, and the and the wing fragment found in Meridius in May of 2016, and the flapperin from the jetliner found in Reunion Island in 2015. So, 2016 and 2015 were uh, the recovery years, I guess. Yeah, the Western Indian Ocean. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Um, Sounds nice, though. It does kind of sound nice. But, you know, what happened to the air flight? Nobody really knows. There's a lot of theories that it could be, for sure. Um, And, you know, I think we... We kind of vibe with the shoot down deal, but we're definitely we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take a paranormal thing out of this, right? This isn't no like this ain't no Bermuda Triangle supernatural element. No one would ever think anything like that, or even like in the element of um, I know in the Bermuda Triangle they talk about and Alex. You might know more about this. You just did a movie where about uh, the bubbles that come up from the water which is the craziest thing. They think there's like almost a water volcano that pops off yeah. and then I have to go pretty high to be able to, like maybe a boat. Well, issue, well like planes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is like, um, as, as we were talking about, uh, uh this was the mostly ghostly episode uh, about those pockets. Now, if we, I mean, I was talking, uh, we were talking at that time more of like a Millie Earhart time. Yeah. And she disappeared. Now, I mean, uh, I don't know the uh, the height, the, the basic height that like a plane of hers would be at, but it would definitely be a lot closer to the water than, let's say, uh, one like this flight that went missing. So I would rule out that as a possibility, unless it was in descent yeah. at that time already. Okay. And if it was in descent at that time already, 
there was already a problem before. Yeah, because even I mean, even if it comes out, uh, if that's a possibility, I I would have to believe that you'd be flying relatively close to the water for that, mm. for for that to affect it. So, yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, if you're dealing with like a smaller plane or like a plane that most likely Amelia Earhart had at the time, then. You can argue that the possibility is there. I mean, you have to figure out how low she was flying and how high the maximum height that you can get from one of these things. Yeah. So, but uh, if you talk about like one of the uh, the big planes, I mean, God, uh, you fly, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles above the Earth in those planes uh, normally, and then the only time you get close enough to the Earth is when you're descending, and hopefully you are descending to land on a runway. What, what do you guys think about it actually being an honest-to-God accidental crash, engine failure, or something crazy like well, that? Well, the only thing I would jump on, on that is that if it was an engine failure, mm. okay, then it will also have to be a communication failure because I would assume that if the engine finally uh, went, the uh, pilot and the co-pilot be on, like, Mayday, Mayday, you know, Airport 66, you know, we're going down, we're having issues, but there was no calling of Mayday or anything like that. So I would assume whatever mm-hmm. happened must have happened quite suddenly. Or, I mean, like you, uh, like the idea that's been thrown out that the, the people involved that would be called Mayday were on the, you know, decide to, you know, take a dive for whatever reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, shit. I... The the idea of a complete accident thing may I is a poss- is always a possibility, of course, because I assume even if it wasn't a freak out, like maybe if somebody else had like some type of explosion, I don't know how airplanes work, but I assume if if there was some type of explosion big enough to rattle off one of the wings, I think it would go down pretty quick. Because yeah, the, you know we're t- we're thinking of in the sense of a pilot trying to save everybody. He's going to try and hover it down. He's going to try and figure out a way to kind of glide down so we can kind of, they, they might land hard on the belly, but, you know, maybe it'll, nobody will die type deal, you know. This seems like it was more oof, right down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Which I think. Being shot but, down or an explosion in, from. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean that, that, that sounds a little bit more realistic. I mean, for the simple fact that um, if, if there was some kind of, you know, yeah. uh, like the pilot and, and, and the co-pilot calling out because if I have a hard time believing if it was anything short of something catastrophic and quickly like that, yeah. like, you know, mechanical problems, I mean, They'd be, you know, trying to hover it and, and flip on the switch like, yeah, yeah, we're going down, you know, mayday, mayday, uh, please come save us, we are going down. Oh. Um, but Well, all right, I, I agree with you. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing is, I think whatever happened, what it must have happened really quickly. I've got, yeah. And, and, uh to a point where they did not have time to react. Mm. Either that or they willingly, you know, expected it to happen and they just kept quiet. I mean, that's another possibility, I guess. Well, there's also a theory that three Russian passengers hijacked it. All right. On July 17, 2014, a second Malaysia air flight called MH17 was shot down by Russian-controlled forces in eastern Ukraine. As a result, investigators speculated that Russian spies were involved in the disappearance of MH370. Immersive data also suggested that the plane flew north and crashed in Kazakhstan, a client state of Russia. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> Well, uh, 
I gotta say, I put nothing uh, uh, past the Russians. Um, that's nice, yeah. Apart, uh, well, uh, that's know. me tipping the hat. I mean, nothing, uh, yeah. I well, I got a little more for you. Upon further investigation, Wise learned that three Russian passengers were aboard MH370. One of them was sitting about 15 feet away from an unlocked carpet hatch that led to the aircraft's electronics bay, where the plane's communication with the Inmar Asat satellite could be controlled. So the whole thing about it getting shut off and them losing losing them after them, you know, saying goodnight. Maybe somebody heard them sign off and then went in. That's possible, too. You know what I mean? Could be fucking hijacking, yeah. Could be hijacking. For Wise's second theory, he believes that the Russian passengers began their hacking operation around 1.15 a.m. when Shah flew MH370 over the South China Sea. The passenger sitting near the plane's hatch was able to access the electronics bay thanks to a ruckus in the first-class cabin, which distracted uh, nearby flight attendants. Around 1.20 a.m., the plane was under the control of the passenger who turned off all the plane's electronics, causing it to go off radar. The passenger then directed the aircraft back towards the Malaysian Peninsula and depressurized the cabin. They also cut off the emergency oxygen systems for the pilot and co-pilot. <laughs> now, when they do um, depressurize the cabin, would that would that make people pass out? Is that me- that's yeah. messing with their oxygen? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's when it's t- it's 2014. Those masks would be dropping. Yeah. Now, do you think that? So, all right. So they would be passing out then. But now you got, you're saying Russians are involved. That could be a whole plane of individuals being sold on the market, my friend. Oh my goodness! Prior to the plans, uh, yeah. All uh, right. Well, I mean, uh, just okay. Go, going with this. Um, yeah. As the the question I would have is, what is the overall? goal for them to take this plane, this specific plane, because I mean, I was selling people on the black market, yeah, that's something Russians love to do, because, well, they're bored on the Saturday morning. Um, it's a but, whole group of people you're going at. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is that if this was uh, the only reason to do it, then we'd be expecting more planes to disappear over in this area, because, I mean, heck, like you said, uh, we got 370 people. You know, God knows how much money they make per person, depending on the person's age and so forth and so on, and the uses. Um, but I mean, while I'm open to the possibility of them hijacking, I think that <coughs> that have to be more of a reason because it's obvious that they didn't make it public. They didn't say we took this plane because uh, you you know, violated our space or you didn't buy our vodka last year. Um, so so the the fact is that there has to be an, uh, another reason other than this, say, just selling the people on the plane because otherwise... Why does, that, it, why does there have to be another reason? Well, b- because, I mean, if, if that was the sole reason, then they'd do, be doing it all the time. Uh, there'd be a lot more planes being disappearing during this time. What, why is it suddenly... This plane. I mean, I can believe. Well, I'll, I'll no, I'm, I'm. I'm just saying because it only happened one time. It's never going to happen again. I, no, no. I'm. I'm saying that it. If if that was the sole reason to do that, and uh, on the business uh, adventure, if they could get away with, you know, uh, uh, hijacking and stealing these planes and selling people on the market, I can understand that. But then again, you also have. How many witnesses? And you have 370 people. There's bound to be a few people that somehow get lost in in the cracks. I mean, it, yeah, I feel, it'll, yeah. it'll get out there somehow, okay? Nope. Because you have all these possible witnesses. Yeah. So the fact is that if – I would think there would have to be like, let's say there's a – spy that was spying on the Russians that was also on the plane that they thought this was the only way to, you know, yes, get rid of him or something else. with that one. Well, hey, I... Now, there's, I, a, there's a Russian spy involved now. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're... He hates my, those Russians, unfortunately. You can't hate people 
I I don't I don't hate them. I'm just going by you know if we're going with the idea that the Russians oh. hijacked. I think there have to be something more substantial on the plane other than just selling 370 people into slavery. Prior to the plane's suspected crash, the passenger turned the plane towards the northwest and tampered with the Inmarsat data, which showed that the plane traveled south instead. Now, the thing that the evidence that I that you brought up earlier that I enjoyed about this whole deal is like there'd be something. There would be some type of manifesto or something claiming that it was done yeah. for such reasons. But then I also like what I said about maybe they're hiding the fact that they didn't want they didn't want to go to a weird place or something. Um, they didn't want beef with the organization. They didn't want to give light to something. They didn't want to look bad for it happening on their watch. It could have been a whole bunch of reasons why things would happen. But there's also, you know, I know yeah. you've been hating. I know you've been hating on the Russians, so we got two American AWACS, AWACSs up in this man show. They think that they intercepted it. All right, two Americanos did it. All right, now here, take a shot at these guys, Hawk. They can get you. They're on your land, they're on your soil. Florence Day Changi, an author and investigative journalist, proposed that the MH370 was interrupted by two yet U.S. AWACS planes. Um, MH, its cargo list noted that 2.5 tons of electronics, including lithium batteries, walkie talkies, and accessories, were being carried in the plane. However, the cargo was loaded without being scanned, which caused the Changi to believe that it contained highly sensitive U.S. technology. Now, the Changi also learned that the two U.S. AWACS planes were spotted near MH370. I'm sure I'm saying that AWACS thing inappropriate. It's killing somebody listening, but that's all right. <laughs> now, the planes, the Changi said, must have asked Sean to land so they could inspect the cargo, but he refused to do so, thus prompting the AWACS to shoot down MH370 over the South China Sea. There were few naysayers to the Cheney's theory, including adventurer Blaine Gibson, who found MH370 plane debris on the Reunion Island and in Mozambique. However, Duchangi's theory reinforced Henry's findings in the South China Sea. So uh, what do you guys think about that one? I think they, they slipped a bomb on there or something instead of walkie-talkies and batteries. My goodness. Um, maybe, it, you know, the walkie-talkies and all that was hidden classified in- intel or something like that. I mean, like I said, whether it's 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 Russians on the, on the plane or someone else, uh, if we were going with hijacking or, you know, uh, planes uh, shooting it down, yeah, there ha- has to be more of a reason other than, you know, they were bored and decided to just shoot down the plane because, what? First of all, let's jump back to the whole Russian idea. Yeah. Okay. There you go. One thing I, I've I've learned about uh, uh, Russians is they always think like six and seven steps ahead of most of other people, so they don't do anything without a plan. Okay, they're not impulsive. I mean, yeah. with all their faults, they're not impulsive. So. If they were to do that, they would have already a, an escape plan and and a plan of, you know, what they're going to do with the plane. And that's yeah. why, you know, we're only getting bits and pieces from it, you know, over over the years. Um, because they probably scuttled the rest of it pretty down deep. I mean, and realistically, technology-wise, it's like they wouldn't if it was important stuff. It wouldn't just be on a plane with regular people, you know what I mean? Like they would, they would, they would be that cargo would be on like a more important plane than just. I, I, yeah, I mean going that's, on a trip, that's you know what I mean. I mean, that's unless why that they don't make trying, sense to me. Yeah, they, I mean, unless unless they were trying to, you know, well, do do uh, kind of um, you know, uh, a shell game where they're like, oh, here's all these planes with. That you think that uh, God that have the, but hey, that's sneaking on this commercial flight that no one would suspect it beyond that. Well, if it, I if mean, it, 
the thing they said that said about it not the all that the walkie talkies and stuff not being scanned in, like that leans more towards terrorists. Like if that's how they got an explosion on the plane, and I do think that there, I do think that there was an explosion, and I do think there was the impact and the co- combination of both the original explosion and the impact is why you you don't it's so so little's found. Now, whether the explosion was on the plane or went into the plane is a questionable yeah. thing that I don't think we'll be able to know. Well, yeah. okay. I mean, let's this, this, this look at it in, in another, another way. Okay. okay. We've already uh, uh, have established that there's, what, you said three Russians on the plane, right? That's a theory, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, it's they were that, there. Yes, yes, yes. They're, okay. Established okay. they're definitely there. Okay, they were definitely there. How about the fact that the Russians were the target? That's not a bad theory either. Okay, I mean the fact it. I mean, I mean the fact is that personally, I would hope that anyone who wants to take out someone would find a way to do it without killing three hundred and seventy people. But we do know that there's a lot of people who just really don't give a shit who. If they think that, well, the only way to save their position or something is to, you know, uh, to get rid of these people is to blow up the plane that they are on and just say, well, you know, it just disappeared. God knows, you know, uh, good day. I mean, that's another possibility. I mean, good I'm just trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of the reason for someone to target this plane. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there could have been somebody important on that plane that had to go. You know, it's one of this. You hear about stuff like that where every all just one person on that plane needed to go down, but for for in order for it not to be a big deal or or for the people well, that it yeah, was an to, actual hit, everybody had to go type deal. Yeah, like, but then like again, Kobe Bryant, kind of like the Kobe Bryant situation. You know, yeah, I mean? but with with Kobe Bryant, one it was on a smaller plane in a small amount of people. Which I'm not saying that's good or anything like that. I'm just saying that I mean I can understand more of doing that because while you have collateral damage, it is not a huge amount that brings media attention. When you're trying to rub someone out, you don't want the media to look into it. Okay, so if you you want to get rid of just these three Russians on this commercial plane with 370 people. I think there's a lot of easier easier ways of doing that than, you know, destroying all these lives. I mean, not saying that I think that they care whether they did or did not. I just think that they would not want the media attention because even though it disappeared, I mean, everyone was talking about it. It, it, I mean, you still have people out there uh, missing loved ones. I mean, it's, I mean, to do that, Brings a lot of media attention, and well, I think media if, attention came with how extended it became. Like if if it was if what if it was to be something that was supposed to be set up like an accident, then I, you know the media is what kind of made it what it was in a way by kind of lingering on it, which could have been a good thing or a bad thing is still for debate, um, depending on what the truth is. Yeah. Like it's interesting. That is an interesting take on it. And I wouldn't put it past somebody, like, if there was somebody that was needed to be somebody that, well, you know, maybe they were, they were, maybe they were on the lam and they were like being hidden and, you know, ushered through the country and they got a, pa- they got a fake passport and fake ID and they're on this plane. And as soon as they get to wherever that plane's going, they're in the clear and somebody catches word that that's going down and they're like, we can't just shoot them in the airport. It's like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? It's like, well, we could do the thing we don't really want to do, but if we need to do type deal, and it's like, well, maybe we need to do that thing. Could be a situation like that, too, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... People, uh, that, yeah, people, that, people that choose, you know, who, who got to go and who got to stay, I don't think it really matters if, you know other people go with that person they want to go. I don't think they, they lose sleep over that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, these type of, uh, these type of people don't give a, a fuck about it. War, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. 
and as, especially depending on who's making the decision depends on the uh, level of giving a rat's ass about what happens to innocent people, yeah. which unfortunately is, is, is the way of the world we live in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, the only thing I can think of is I don't think that it'd be attacked for uh, simply a, a terrorist uh, attack because, like we said, then someone would be saying, yes, we did this because, you know, you don't eat ham or something. And like you know, a suicidal, I mean, it's, pro- it's been proven that latches are incredibly hard to, like, once you're up in the air to open, right? Like, it could have just been some suicidal passenger that said, fuck it, and just ripped it open. God, boof! It blew apart. Yeah. I mean, is that a reality? It's in the movies. I don't know if it is in real life. Yeah, but I mean, again, if that was the case, then I think those in charge would jump up and say, hey, uh, sorry, terrible thing happened. They wouldn't know. Uh, that unfortunately, that yeah, but I mean, the thing they is that... They wouldn't know what happened. They'd be, you know, they'd be in the dark. If it was just a freak thing like that, like, that's how you... That's what nobody really knows. Like, when it's just some dude who goes, up. Oh, Adios. Well, go act like going to the bathroom and then just like give the big salute and fucking pop the door. <laughs> That's all they heard, Alex. In my fictional story. In my fictional story. <laughs> I don't want to get too too fucking. But pissed. again, even if if that happened, that would uh, put a an alarm in the pilots. Um, I guess uh, so. Yeah. Well, even after then, that. Yeah, you're right. But 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 then he he would like say, "Hey, uh, we lost pressure. We're going down." Or there there would have been something more than that. I mean, if we're going with, you know, it's more likely it was shot down or an explosion within, because then you can argue that it happened so fast that they did not have time to do that. But even if someone decided to open up the door and decompressurize, that does give enough of a time for the pilot. To radio and saying "Mayday, Mayday, we're going down." Flight um, attendants—you can never underestimate flight attendants too, because they get—if if you got a female flight attendant or a male flight attendant, they get the wrong significant other in their life, or they could be—they could be picked. You know what I mean? For part of the plan, they get in there, they get them all brainwashed up. And that flight attendant feeds those pilots drinks, water, alcohol, and you know they do. Now they're out. And the flight attendants and their and their 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 significant others are, you know, taking control of the situation. Stuff like that happens. That sounds very diehard. Like that's like diehard villain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> it, but, it uh, seems more more more, more uh, fiction than. Uh, but I think so, I mean a terrorist. I, I'd have to say that outside of them just being shot down, the three biggest ones are probably them being shot down. Because they went too close to some border they weren't supposed to go to, or they went too low or too high or whatever. And that was that. And the the pilot, but I don't really lean on that one that much. But the hijacking on it, I probably have to put there for numero two. My number two is if somebody had ill will and a bad plan to get down and funky type deal. Some evil shit going down. I think that's a possibility. So my my, I would have to we'll put them in top threes, and everybody can do it if they want. And it can all be all three can be the same one if you want. But I'd probably have to say my my opinion would be somebody shot them down, some military or something shot them down because they got too close to where they weren't supposed to be. And when they were like, "Yo, you killed our people," they were like, "Well, you're gonna tell people." You don't know what the fuck happened because we told you not to let people do that and you did it, so it's your fucking fault. You tell them whatever you want to tell them, but don't tell them it was us so you're going to have a real fucking problem on your hands. I think it's more so something like that. Secondary, the terrorist thing's very, you know, it could be, but it goes into the thing that Alex said earlier about there would be a manifesto, there would be people that weren't on the plane that could say the it, they did this for this reason or whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were hushed up and it was put under the rug. And again, I think you countered that with it would have got out some way, and that's very possible yeah. too. That's very possible too, but I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like a do-what-you're-told country, isn't it? Isn't that a don't-ask-too-many-questions-do-what-you-told country? 
I feel like it is. Yeah. So like, I feel like they treat their people that way. And when a bigger government tells their government to do what they're told, they fall in line. And I think they were falling in line. That was my overall vibe of it. And, uh, but I'd say that secondary terrorism. And the third one, the third one could be the fact that the dude, the third one's either the fact that dude did it or freak accident. Boom. And no rhyme or reason. Just one of those crazy things in life. You know what I mean? What do you guys think? You guys have top threes or you have the official one thing you think it could be? I'm going back to my Mr. Bean situation. <laughs> right. you, you're probably right. You probably got the deal. You're probably, they got to get you on the case. Alex, what do you think, bud? Well, I think honestly that whether it was shut down by accident uh, and they didn't want to admit their, their faults and they you know, tried to uh, brush it off, or that it was intentional that uh, there was someone, something on the plane that they didn't want to get to reach its destination. And someone higher up thought, well, the uh, it's it's worth the high uh, casualty count to, you know, get rid of these people or persons that are on the plane. Um, of course, I would hope that it wasn't the case. I mean, the, the, the fact is, unfortunately, the end uh, thing is... All of these people, unfortunately, lost their lives. Yeah. Whether it was intentional or an accident, unfortunately, the if it was an accident, I would feel that everyone would be a little bit more forthcoming mm-hmm. about that because an accident, you can just say, unfortunately, that's how the world happens. Things out of our control happen and tragedy strikes. Mm. I mean, we all hate it. It's terrible. But unfortunately, that un- is, is a fact of life. But with the delay in, you know, telling people anything and, and, and the fact that there's a lot of questions unanswered, I would, I would, uh, I would go more towards the fact that you know, either someone without authority shot down the plane, and uh, those um, the superiors of the person who shot down the plane want to keep it hidden that they had any involvement, or that there were some people on the plane that they had to get rid of, and to save you know themselves uh, by dealing with them. He decided to take down the whole plane. I, yeah. I unfortunately, none of those are, are great reasons, and 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 there's no great reason for uh, killing so many people. But or anybody really, I, anybody. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I with the li- limited facts that we have, that's what I'm gearing towards. That the fact that. It was an intentional. Mm. Uh, the only question is whether it was accidental with an intentional cover-up or it was intentional <clears throat> all the way. Those are the only two options I'd say. That, you know, someone shot it down by accident, but uh, those in charge didn't want in, any of that go out. And they had the power to hide it, yeah. or that someone actually put a bomb, or actually shot it down on purpose because there was people or something on the plane they didn't want to reach the destination. I mean, those are the only things I can think of as wow. possibilities. Well, I mean, I think uh, all valid deals. You know, two hundred thirty-nine people—that's horrifying. You know, and much love to the people that died and their families for sure. I know we joke and. Sometimes, you know, you know, humor, fucking, you got to laugh at some of the sad, terrible stuff sometimes, and uh, we don't laugh too much, you know what I mean? But uh, definitely horrifying stuff, and, you know, the reality of the situation isn't lost on us. The 239 folks went out in a horrifying way. I mean, you don't even want to, 
You don't even want to think about how scary that is. I mean, imagine that. Oh my God! Like if 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 just the the fault, like being in there and it going down. Imagine just imagine everybody out there laughed at the jokes. Now you got to go through punishment tonight. Imagine being strapped in one of them chairs. Half of the thing's blown out. That wind's coming at you. It's spinning around. You going down. You don't know when you're going to hit, but you know you're going down. You think you hear something getting close, so you don't quite know. Oh, you see, you go, you see shining. Was that shining light off the, is that water? What is going on? Wakaish. And then if you, if you, if you, if you're unlucky enough to be still in it, man, you're in that water, you're probably broken. You know, you ain't swimming nowhere. You know, drowning out is horrifying. I know we've talked a billion times on this show. People claim drowning's a peaceful, beautiful thing. Well, nobody here thinks so. We think it's uh, bad shit. Um, but it could get worse, I guess. You could enjoy the pleasures of drowning while being eaten by a shark or something. You know what I mean? Fucking Quint style. You know what I mean? That ain't no good. But uh, definitely... Dark stuff. We tap into some dark stuff on Behold. So that's what we do. Anybody want to say anything else in closing? We've already done our big rest in peace, and we do mean it. You know, it's it's dark. You know, it's, it, we talk about we talk about these dark things, and definitely we do send our our love and positive energy out there to the folks and their family. And I know I laugh, but it's only because it, it's rather stupid of me to say what I just said, even though I do feel it and believe it. Um, but yeah, we kind of document and talk about some of the worst shit that happens in humanity. So unfortunately, you know, we talk about these things and fortunately or unfortunately jokes are made with it, but I think it's for the, the greater, balance of the conversation you know what i mean so with that being said we hope you all enjoyed this episode of behold the pill podcast it almost it left me a little gloomy in the end i'm not gonna lie um i feel like the victims don't catch the humor so i'm feeling a little gloom a little gloom to the joke but it's okay so we'll all be uh back another day what's the uh Fraggle Rock song. Somebody sing that for us. Someone take us out with the Fraggle Rock song. <laughs> Happy yeah, Fraggle Rock. Happy yeah, for another day. Down in Fraggle Rock. Alright, cool beans. If you like this episode, go listen to more wherever you heard it. And uh we'll 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 catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, Behold, Behold. A pale podcast. This is amazing. How confident are you that you've found the plane? Um, I'm very confident. Uh, we have quite a lot of data uh, from the Inmarsat satellite. We have oceanography, uh, drift analysis. Uh, we have the performance data from Boeing. And now with this new technology, we have the WisperNet data, and all four align at a particular point in the southern Indian Ocean. With all this data, um, is it obvious it was a suicide mission? Yeah, I think uh, it, it is, because um, it is interesting to note that Sahari Shah had a home flight simulator, and... At one point during the flight of MH370 in the Indian Ocean, I found that uh, he tracked towards this simulator endpoint.
where he flew to fuel exhaustion. And I find um, that's not a conclusive piece of evidence, but it is a bit of a smoking gun. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's, it's in this vast area of ocean, four kilometres down. Do you think the plane can be retrieved? Yes, I, I do believe so. Um, there are um, a number of companies I'm in contact with, such as Ocean Infinity. They have the capability to go to depths even way beyond 4,000 metres. It's very dark down there, very cold, intense pressure, but they have uh, um, autonomous underwater vehicles that they can send down and uh, they can find it, that's for sure. So what do you think happened? What do you think this pilot did? Um, I think uh, he was uh, very upset maybe on, on that Friday, the 7th of March 2014. Uh, one of the opposition leaders in Malaysia was uh, sentenced to five years in jail um, and he was a good uh, supporter of this uh, uh, gentleman, uh, Anwar Ibrahim. Uh, so I think he was uh, very um, upset and he decided to divert his aircraft and uh, uh, make it disappear in one of the remotest places in the world. So in other words, this was an act of terrorism? Yep, it was a hijacking. Uh, it was an act of terrorism. Uh, in my view, but, 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 you know, I'm not a court of law and I'm, uh, I can only uh, say that that's my current theory. I'm still open if the authorities want to reveal more. The authorities want to reveal more information that they may have.